Join us this October 1st through 3rd for our first annual Fight, Laugh, Feast conference. We are bringing a mix of beer and psalms, fellowship and food, and speakers who have been deplatformed by the evangelical elite and occasionally end up in Facebook jail. Step out of the boring, benign Christian conference circuit and step into the rowdy Christian world of engaging culture while standing firmly on God's word. Most conferences will lull your faith to sleep and teach you how to obey the 11th commandment, but our people, our culture, our country needs the high-octane gospel that applies to every area of our lives. So join us in Nashville as we fight, laugh, and feast together. Sign up now at fightlaughfeast.com, and we look forward to seeing you in Nashville October 1st through 3rd as we build a rowdy Christian culture for God's glory and our good. You know we at war with your gods, your flesh in the world gotta die. I need my Dr. Fauci update. It's coming. I don't ever want another update you. Don't, from you don't know another never one? want another update. Have you guys taken hydroxychloroquine yet? Oh, every day. No. Every day? You ever doing that? No. That's hey, like fish tank cleaner. Welcome to Cross Politic. Thank you for joining us Thanks. on the Fight <laughs> Laugh Beast Network. <laughs> I missed that in my ear. Now it finally caught up. Pastor Toby Chuck Knox, I'm the Water Boy. It's good to be with you guys. Make sure you guys sign up for our Fight Laugh Feast conference in Nashville, Tennessee. Registration. You got a whole new setup. And he's like, trying to figure out, like, did I do it right? He's trying to talk and click I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't want that on desk yet either. Um, and in Nashville, Tennessee, we've had actually a lot of people join I'm our club okay. this month I, oh, so yeah, they could get the discount at the for the for the conference. Gabe, I so before we started talking about a conference a while ago, Gabe was like, we should do a conference. And I was like, bro, ain't nobody coming to no conference. Right. And Gabe had this number that was like, we need to hit, we're going to hit. I think both of us actually yeah, owe we're, Gabe an apology. We're, we're, we're like, we're like yeah. uh, that's no. never going to happen. You're live on air since that's, that was off air, but that, that, I mean, you can apologize right Gabe, now if you want. I, get, <laughs> I, I am sorry. There are far more crazier, rowdy that's right. Christians out there that's than right. I thought. Right. That's right. I, I thought there were like 15. I, I, yeah. I, I, was, I was okay. If we hit 80, you know, maybe yeah. okay. Yeah. But we whoa. Are, yeah. We're like hundreds. Whoa. Yeah. Hundreds. Yeah. <laughs> it's, been, it's been fantastic. So and thank you guys. We're so excited for Nashville. No masks are allowed at our conference, so make sure you guys don't. Uh, is that the case? <laughs> yeah. What if they're old and um, need a mask? They, they, they can't. They want it. Okay. You know, but we're going to do it. Oh, we particularly prefer Darth Vader masks, though. Mm. Yes. Just yeah. for the record. Yes. Darth Vader? If we're going to do that sort of thing. A Chewbacca. <sighs> Chewbacca. Um, hotel information should be coming out this week. I've been working with my mom. We're getting all the discounts lined up okay. for hotels. Okay. And everything. Man, we so love Mama floor. Ranch. Mama Ranch. You Boy, guys, you guys are going to meet my mama at the conference. And I got my, I guess several of my sister-in-laws are going to come out and volunteer and help okay, and everything. Okay. So early registration is done. Uh, as of, uh, yeah, it's over as of this <laughs> okay. show. Okay. So yes. it's done. So if but it only club, goes up 50 bucks, it's not. Okay. It's not so like, it doesn't go, but so your club membership, if you still apply, you'll still get a hundred dollars off. You'll still get a hundred dollars off club members. Okay. Um, but uh, early registration's over. Okay. And, but right. it only bumps up 50 bucks because we need to make sure we can cover some other costs right. and stuff like that. You know, you know how it works. Also, don't forget to download our app because right. our app has all the other shows that are on the Fight Laugh Feast Network. Mm-hmm. And it's a really handy way to just, you can scroll through, you can see all the different shows, you can yeah. check one out. We do a daily news brief. We're trying, mm-hmm. we almost every day. Yeah. Yep. Um, and um, Those things are handy. And it's, it's, it's coming in. We got In the Bullpen with Mark Dewey. Mm-hmm. We got the Theology Podcast. And later on this particular show, we're going to be talking to Glenn Sunshine. Yep. Doctor. Doctor. Glenn Sunshine, Doctor Sunshine. I mean, you know, you just—he's just—he's not like a chloroquine you, doctor, you, you but want, he's—you he, know. 
He's Doctor Sunshine. Um, but we're gonna. Um, he's coming in second segment. But he's one of the hosts with C.R. Wiley and Tom Price yeah. of yeah. the Theology Podcast. Yeah. We got the Patriarch. We got A.D. Robles and Doctor Sunshine speaking at our yeah, conference. At conference. He's going to be at the conference. Uh, also, last, let's do the Grace Agenda thing real quick before we move on. Oh, um, Grace Agenda. Uh, Grace Agenda's here in Moscow. It's and, party time in like two weeks. That less than two weeks now. And yeah, yeah it, I mean, there's so much going on that week. Blown up for that. Yeah, signups are going yeah, crazy really. there. The theme this year is um, School of Practical Christianity. So yeah. we're just hitting which we need a lot of that basics. I like, need a lot of that. I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I, I need. Yeah, I need to go home. Gabe, we're doing to, it for you. I need to go back to first grade. Yeah, we're actually doing yeah. it for you. We, yeah. we were talking about it. We're like, what is Gabe? Gabe, Gabe what is this? Gabe? Yeah, maybe a few yeah. other people want to come along too. <laughs> I'm giving a talk on how to be a person. Yes. Um, basic Christianity. Which, you know, I, which which getting, I mocked that talk. Confession. I, I did. But, I mocked that talk. But, and, and then but, I realized, no, it's we, a needed talk. We've been talking about it a little bit. <laughs> but you also got um, confession of sin, how to be free from bitterness, mm. um, how to maintain your joy. I mean, mm. just a lot of really basic, good stuff. Sounds and, like Jim Wilson. And you got to state it's actually, that's what yeah. the School of Practical Christianity was actually started by Doug Wilson. It was a conference, or, or Jim Wilson. It was, started, it was a conference that Jim Wilson used to do for Is decades. That right? That's, Praise that's, God. that's Doug Wilson's dad. Um, so it's uh, definitely in honor of him. And, it's um, a free conference. Get out here. And it's free. Come to Moscow. Yeah. Yep. Have you guys been paying attention to Dr. Fauci? No. Trump no. and Dr. Fauci, I feel like they're out of fellowship. At I think point. you should bleep it every time he says that name. Beep. Dr. Beep. Dr. Beep. Yeah, oh, kind of awkward beep like that. <laughs> that was not very good. Vid Angel the whole thing. <laughs> Vid Angel it. Well, anyways, he's, he's out and about kind of doing his thing again. The okay. masks are important for someone who's infected to prevent them from infecting someone else. Not this now, when you see people and look at the films in China and South Korea, whatever, everybody's wearing a mask. Yeah. Right now in the United States, people should not be walking around with masks. But, You're what? sure of it, because people are listening really no, closely to this. Right mm. now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a, a droplet, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. He, he kind of sounds like a froggy godfather, you know, a little bit. or like a frog, frog father. I like all of his frog father, <laughs> frog father Fauci. He's almost kind of mocking, like, come on. Yeah. I really and, wait, this is from like March. This, this is, is March. March. This yeah. Early on in the epidemic, early on, he's yep. like, come on, people. Nah, yeah. Yeah, it'll, it'll stop big droplets. You know, it'll make you feel better, yeah. but not really. The other thing was that he came out later and said that the reason that he said this was because he didn't want right. uh, medical professionals to go without the right. mask very made a run on the mask. I've seen a bunch of people actually saying, yeah, they actually lied to us right. in order to, to, to uh, Protect save med- supplies for yeah. medical pro- but, but it doesn't matter. Both of these are bad. Serious. Because so, if, so let's say if, that, let's if they say, lied yeah. to us about that, what are they lying to us about well, now? Well, let's just say that you don't want the hospitals to get overrun and the medical medical professionals don't have uh, the masks and materials right. they need to operate. Well, if everybody's got a mask, then they shouldn't be overrun. If everybody's got a mask and they work the way that you say that right. they work, right. then medical professionals will be fine and still be able you, to be protected. You right. sound too logical. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, so, wait, come on. <laughs> You're using logic. You're losing right. me, so, now. Like, well, we want to protect medical professionals. I, I prefer it when you just emote. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, so we got a Fauci update. Okay. Uh, okay. Fauci update. This is, this is actually a really important okay. update. I think we're going to get to a point where eye protection is recommended. You know, it might i mean if you really want perfect protection of your mucosal surfaces just for your 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 audience jen as you very well know you have mucosa in the nose mucosa in the mouth 
but you also have mucosa in the eye. And that's one of the things that, you know, theoretically, you should protect all the mucosal surfaces. So if you have goggles or an eye face or an eye shield, you should use it. I mean, uh, it's not universally recommended, but if you really want to be complete, you should probably use it if you can. It's just that it's so easy for people to just make a cloth mask. I feel safer. <laughs> I do feel safer. <laughs> this is hurting my eyes. It is. Uh, you're squinting. Your, your eyes look like you're bulging out. They're bulging out of my eye socket. He said protect all your mucosa. Uh, you you oh, got your beard. I, your beard's still not yeah, protected well, and everything. I Guys, is I, that what, I, what kind of mask is I that? I think not? this is hurting me. <laughs> you know what? Looking at you is hurting me. <laughs> I just I, those are be, crap goggles. They're going to squeeze it tighter. I got oh. my frog father. I, I are, are we going to do this? I, I'm not doing. Is this, this. what yeah. we're doing? No, no. I'm, is, I'm, are we the serious? Whole, the whole show. But, but for those who are listening uh, on audio, we actually uh, have we have uh, uh, goggles on right now. I think I'm, my face is broken. Those were pretty squeezed. What size are these? Those are. I got those at Safeway. You got crab goggles for me. Hey, yeah. just be happy they're not pink ones. Yeah, right? You know Orange. what, though? Remember we were talking about this? I think it was last week when we were vaping on the show. When I was vaping on the show. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about yes, how please, effective Please, He was vaping. <laughs> yes. At what point does it come in is like, okay, so now we went from no mask to mask. To from, goggles. From mask <laughs> to goggles. Yeah. Right. Now, you know what? A full suit. Right. Hazmat. Hazmat. Yeah. At, at what point are they going to say, okay, we're going to tell you what you have to have on your face, period. No man with, with beards. Right. You can't have a beard. Right. Well, um, we, we mentioned this. They're already doing I mean, in China, I mean, the whole persecution against the Uyghur people. Yeah, they, yeah. Um, yeah, they begin to they, do that. They, they, they consider beards to be associated with Islam or other, other right. religions, and, and, they're, and so they're, they're even having laws against that. Yeah. Or persecuting people for it, at the very yeah. least. Um, so it's not unheard of. Mm. Yeah. What was it? I think it was... Um, and, it, and, if health, and if health and safety is your religion... Yes, then... Yeah. Then what, whatever you're doing against health and safety is blasphemy. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, we've been letting... I don't think people... People were mad at us at some of our last shows. were like, how dare you guys? You guys think really? this is a people joke. People were mad at us? Yeah. I, believe for it or not. For doing the vaping some, thing. Some of my friends actually were mad at me. It was oh. like, how dare you guys? I've been getting weird messages from folks. <laughs> because they think that we think it's a joke. Yeah. And I, what I... I there's a fallacy here. It's the either or fallacy. Yeah, right. People right. think that in order to be able to help everyone, you have to do this, and then you can't help them if you only if you right. don't do this. Right. And it's like, how can we help both grandma and grandpa who might actually be vulnerable to this disease, right. like Herman Cain, right? right? Like, look, look what you just did. Yeah. You guys are against masks, and Herman Cain just died. Yeah. And, and and so that's the either or fallacy. You yeah. can't do this yeah. and that at the right. same time. Right. And I want to say, no, 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 we don't have to lose our liberties in, in order to be able to take care of the people Grandma. who are vulnerable. Yeah, right. We can actually right. do both of those. So what we're doing is saying, guys, what they're doing is making a power grab. It's right. not just about doing both of these. It's a fallacy. And, and actually, to be completely honest, the reason we care about the power grab is because we, we are concerned that long term and maybe even in the short term, it's doing far more harm. It's, yeah. Well, look at the economy. Yeah, that's the, the economy, suicide that, rates. That, that's the concern. The yep. concern. It's so it's not a choice between um, you know let's be let's care about health and safety or not. Right. Yeah. Right. The point is no. We actually want to care about health and safety truthfully. Yeah. And what we want to do is we want to look at the Bible and say, okay, how do we best do that? Right. And we find that the way we best do that is through this thing called personal responsibility. Right. right. Personal responsibility is the safest route to go because then people. 
take responsibility for themselves, yeah. their parents, their grandparents, mm-hmm. um, the uh, those who have immune compromises. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. You make choices for yourself and you protect them. But what happens is when you have a totalitarian system where everything is mandated, it actually causes people to fall into, uh, it lulls them into thinking, I don't have to worry about this. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is taking yeah. care of me. I got my mask on. I'm safe. Grandma's safe. Yeah. How many more people are actually getting infected? getting sick, dying, whether from this disease or from other secondary causes, because everybody thinks I'm following the rules, therefore I must be fine. When we had Jay Bhattacharya on from Stanford, right? he was the guy who's doing all the uh, the, the testing on whether or not uh, the anti... What is it? The studies, anti... anti uh, antibodies, the antibodies. The antibodies, <laughs> so if you had it or not. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and so yeah. he said we have more deaths from suicide than we have from COVID. Right. And no right. one's that ticker right. isn't running at the same pace as the, right. the COVID. Yeah, why, why doesn't CNN have suicides Run running at the same, at the same yeah. time? I mean, or the, or, or the, like when a dog gets the COVID, they let everybody know about it. <laughs> really? But you said talking about dogs there's getting a, COVID. There's a, yes, they yeah. reported a Animals dog getting, getting COVID. COVID. I'm putting yeah. my body back. <laughs> yeah, back in, back you, on. you said this thing though. You said um, um, per- personal responsibility. I've yeah. never heard that before. What do you yeah. mean by that? <laughs> because it seems like this is this thing called self governing. It's all gone. No one knows what that is. So if if I don't have a well, the problem, master daddy government telling yeah, me what to do, right. then I don't know what. And again, and and that's the thing is, is the the deep deep irony is you got these kids, these you know white suburban kids in minivans pulling down statues yeah. in the name of Black Lives Matter, yeah, right? All worked up about civil rights, the Civil War, supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> supposedly, yeah, yeah. And driving around in their mom's minivan. Yeah. And, I mean, that's, I mean, it's like... Getting yeah, dropped you, off you, at the next riot. You, yeah, you, exactly. <laughs> you haven't been oppressed a day in your life, bro. Yeah. Um, and, and again, I know there are people out there that have been oppressed. I know that there have been injustices done. I know there's police brutality. Okay, I grant all that. But that's not the main, in the main, what's going on. But the thing is, is the irony is what they're doing is at the same time pushing for a master. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. They, yeah. they want to be they want to be slaves. That's they right. They want to be slaves of the state. They want everything handed to them. They want you know from from birth they to death. They are right. from you know and and they and they want it all cared for and they want to be told what to do, where to stand, how to how to sit, what to wear, and and what are they doing? They're just they're going right headlong into slavery. Yeah, yeah. it's not freedom. The reason though we do this though is ultimately because you cannot have freedom apart from Christ. Right. Where the spirit right. of the Lord and, is there is liberty. And, yeah. and and Christians have said that for a long time, and I don't think they actually they don't know what they mean by that. I mean, mm. people you know they quote the verse. Yeah. they quote the verse. They say, yeah, Jesus is is freedom. And and I think all they have in their heads is is a very spiritualized freedom sense from which, sin. Right. It, it's, but, it's not but, Gnostic in one sense. Exactly. They think it's only <laughs> yeah. like some kind of like yeah. little, like freedom tube that takes them to heaven or something. Yeah. But but when the Bible says that Jesus sets people free, and if he makes them free, they're free indeed. Yep. He's not only talking about free from sin, not only free from death. He's also talking about free from every other kind of tyrannical master that can That's have right. hold of you. That's yeah. right. Be- and the reason is, is because when you're guilty, you have masters that can manipulate you. Right. The guilt is a chain. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And right. if you're guilty, Amen. then you've got masters, and they can yank your chain because yep. they can bring up stuff on you. Yep. Yeah. But if you've been forgiven, you're clean, yep. and there ain't no chains on That's you. Right. More about being forgiven coming up next with Glenn Sunshine on Cross Politic. Don't miss it. Ooh, in the third segment, y'all, it's going to be fire. Uh, can I can I get still, that back? Can still, I, get still, I can still Don't, feel yeah. it on my eyes. You want it this? Hurts. You want this one? Logos Online School is your affordable partner in classical Christian homeschooling, offering live teacher-led instruction four days a week to students in grades 7 through 12. Our experienced, enthusiastic teachers provide instruction in math, science, literature, history, languages, Bible, apologetics, rhetoric, government, and economics. Find out why more and more Christian homeschoolers are turning to Logos Online School for the education of their children. Go to LogosOnlineSchool.com today.
Americans have been traveling down the health insurance highway for decades. But lately, it's been taking us to places we don't want to go. For Christians, it's hard to know which road to take. Or is it? Samaritan Ministries provides a different direction, a biblical path for their members to pray for each other and share financially in each other's medical needs. This idea that Samaritan has adopted from the book of Acts should permeate all parts of our lives, not just health sharing. We, as a body of believers, are living out New Testament Christianity. This is what God intended for the church. Do you believe that you need an insurance company, or do you believe that God will provide your needs? And there are people that you've never met before who are going to pray for you and meet your needs. There's another way. Looking for a new direction for your health care? Visit us online at SamaritanMinistries.org. Yeah! I was just... Can I just say thank you for taking those off the Bible for me? <laughs> let's just be honest. Let's do, yeah, yeah, let's just. <laughs> Crush them. Crush those crack goggles. Hey, welcome back to Crush Politic on the one and only Fight Laugh Feast Network. Did you register for the conference? Did you download the app? Did you Ooh. share and like the show? Did you join the club? Did you join the club? <laughs> did you uh, Did you confess your sins this week? It's starting to sound like legalism. Did you email Gabe? And ask him for a discount code to the yeah. conference. Contact oh. at fightleftfeast.com. Hey, we got with us on the line right now, behind us, on the screen, Dr. Glenn Sunshine. He received his BA in linguistics with Ooh. high honors from Michigan State University. Oh, boo. The year I was born. He subsequently received his MA from Tr- Trinity Evangelical Divinity School in Church History, mm-hmm. and then a second MA and a PhD in Renaissance Reformation History from the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Don't you know. And uh, he's, he joined, joined the faculty of Central Connecticut State University in 1994. He is an active scholar. He's published numerous books, including Reforming French Protestantism, Why You Think the Way You Do, The Story of Western Worldviews from <laughs> Rome to book. Home, good book. and Portals, Entering Your Neighbor's World, A Brief oh. Survey of Contemporary American Worldviews. He's also a regular hmm. columnist for the Worldview Journal and online journal of the Colson Center. He teaches a wide range of courses, including Renaissance and Reformation history, early modern European history, the Black Death we got to talk to him about that. The Crusades, the history of Christianity, economic history, military history. Basically, he knows everything. everything. He really does. About everything. Yeah. But what you need to know yes. is that he's coming to the Fight, Laugh, Feast conference he's in speaking. Nashville, yes. Tennessee, October 1st to the 3rd. And he is one of our speakers. And he is speaking on magic words, modern sexuality, and the gospel. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Dr. Sunshine, thanks for coming on Cross Politic. Thanks for having me. So, um, first off, um, magic words, modern sexuality, and the gospel. Um, really? What does that mean? I don't know. You were the one who gave me the title. <laughs> you know how you got that title, though, right? <laughs> oh, he just dished that back. Yeah. yeah. So, the Theology Podcast, he, he's one of the hosts of the Theology yeah, Podcast that's right. onside the net, on the Fight Left East Network, which is another reason why you need to have the app, the app. Because you need to be listening to this show yeah. every week. It's, it's the, I call it the Ivory Tower of the Fight Left East Network. Kind of racist. <laughs> but, but it's kind of racist a little no, bit. No, no. Ivory Tower? It's though? a good Ivory Tower. No, it's a good. These are like, it's like a blue collar Ivory Tower. Not it's, like the Black Tower. Well, what do you mean by that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, So, Glenn, so the reason that you got this, you did a, you guys, they would think it was your time to host the show, and you did a talk on words being wizardry and magic. 
Right. It was like one of your first two podcasts that you guys dropped on our network. Back and it, in the day. And it yeah. blew my mind because it you connected that the way we use words to the whole transgender movement, the yep. the egalitarian uh-huh. movement that we see right now, mm-hmm. the everything. And so that's why you got the talk. So it's not our fault. Yeah, yeah. You started it. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> um, right. So, yeah, I, I, if it's the show, I. Th- think you're talking about it started with uh, a thing that uh, a guy named john shardy used to do these things he called word rambles where he would talk about how different words were connected to each other yep that's yeah. the show that's the one we're talking and about. so uh, i did it using the word enchantment yes and i showed yes. all the different ways enchantment was used how it connects to other things it was fun i enjoyed that but but the point of it really went beyond the use of those words specifically to the idea of um, that well Max Weber talked about uh, the disenchantment of the world and what he meant by that was that in the modern world as a result of science as a result of bureaucracy as a result of industrialization all of these kinds of things we've removed the magic from the world and uh it the world has lost its meaning. It loses purpose. All of these kinds of things, and it leaves people. The way I would put it is, it leaves people in a world of facts without meaning. Hmm. And so, what Weber was concerned about is that people would try. Now he's he's saying this in 1918. Wow. He's afraid that people would try to reenchant the world by finding some sort of charismatic leader to follow. And, of course, in less than 20 years in his Germany, you get the rise of Adolf Hitler. Right. But you could also look at this with Lenin, with Stalin, with Mao, with all of these guys. Basically, what they were doing was taking a world that was devoid of purpose and putting purpose back into it that they invented out of virtually nothing. Right. Now, the way that that translates into the modern world and the way we get to sexuality, actually, is through when you're in a postmodern world, okay, in postmodernism, the the sort of standard line is there's no such thing as objective truth, which isn't exactly what they mean. What they mean is, yeah, there may be objective truth out there, but it's completely inaccessible to us Mm -hmm. because we filter everything through our worldview. Our culture determines how we view the world, how we understand everything about it. And in fact, if you're listening to what they're saying about whiteness and white supremacy and all of that sort of thing, you're hearing this. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens from there then, the question that, that you need to ask is, and this is, you know, the, the, the whole critical theory thing is built around this in part, at least. How do you then control culture? Because if you control culture, you control reality, or at least what people think of as reality. Mm-hmm. You can actually invent reality for people by controlling, by changing the culture. And the way they did this, the the approach that was taken by these people in, in the new left is to take control, first of all, of critical institutions, media, education, law, politics. And then along with that, the second half of this is to control language because there's a thing in linguistics called the Sapir-Whorf hypothesis. And what that says is that your language shapes your thought, not the other way around. So in other words, the structures of your language, your vocabulary, all of that kind of thing 
controls how what you can think mm-hmm. because if you can't express something you can't think it yeah so if you then can control language you can control what people think therefore control culture therefore well create reality right. or at least what is for reality i know you, this is not where you're quite going but it seems like in, in all this, while the leftists are taking over control of our institutions, our critical institutions, as you put it, uh, at the same time, the church was, you know, indoctrinated in kind of this pre-mill theology, this kind of retreatist theology. So they're going and taking dominion in these areas, critical areas, while the church is retreating from these critical areas because they, they just see it as, hey, we just need to save the few and get out of here. Uh, and and not right. and so kind of like a perfect storm. You leave a vacuum exactly with which mm-hmm. the critical race theory can fill easily. Yeah. So right. So the the way that ends up happening in the nineteenth century, um, the uh, what we would describe as evangelical Christians were all post millennial. Yeah. It's only with the rise of the fundamentalist modernist controversy in the wake of the Scopes trial right. and mm. the cultural triumph of evolution. Mm. The what they called at that time fundamentalists withdrew from culture. Mm. And when they did that, they also moved markedly toward this premillennial theology. That was this very pessimistic view of the world. Wow. Why did why did they withdraw? What what, what was the connection between the Scopes trial and, and what was going on then and the kind of evangelical church withdrawing? They saw themselves as having really lost the fight. The battle for public opinion was lost. Mm. They were considered, they were made a laughing stock by the journalists reporting on the Scopes trial, who, by the way, were no more honest than our journalists are today. Right. <laughs> um, and as a result, you know, they, they decided that the culture was gone, you know, the, that, that educational institutions were anti-Christian because they supported evolution, that the media was anti-Christian, that, you know, all of these things were against them. And as a result, they decided it, it made the premillennial position, the dispensational premillennialism coming from Darby. It made that much more palatable or, yeah. to them because right. they were, in their mind, seeing it. They found a theology to fit their yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah there yeah. it goes. Um, right. is, exactly. is there a sense in which – so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to – I want to go back to this title, Magic Words, a little yeah. bit. And I, and I think I, I see where you're, you're, you're going or, or where you're coming from. And is there a sense in which this postmodernism they, – they've got a little a sliver of truth – um, that they're then, you know, which is what many heresies are. They're a sliver of truth. They're then, you know, pushed into weird, uh, uh, has God said, aberrant <laughs> uh, corners. Yeah. But my, my thought is, is so, but if, if words actually, true words actually correspond to reality as God made it, um, then they do uh, bring with them great power. They're, they're not just words, mm. but they actually reach up into the very fabric of the way God made the world, in which case, you know, things like preaching the gospel really is powerful. Yep. Forgiveness of sins really is powerful. Yep. Um, denying lies really is powerful. Because it comports with the world. And it really does um, uh, have influence over culture, but not in a coercive, domineering way, but actually in a freeing way. It's actually setting the world free to be what God made it to be. Is that kind of what you're getting at? Well, yeah, when you look at John 1, you see Jesus as the word, Mm -hmm. Um, and and the Greek word logos means more than just a word like the way we use the word. It's the root word for logic. It means thought. It means rationality. It means understanding. It means all of these kinds of things. 
And language is intimately connected with that. Language is created by God to express truth. Mm-hmm. And it's created by God to, to create the world. God then used to language create to create the world. Right. Right. Yeah. And by the way, since uh, we're at creating the world, uh, the word enchantment, where we started, mm-hmm. uh, literally means to sing into something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, so Narnia and Middle Earth were both created by song. Mm-hmm. They were both enchanted worlds. Yeah. Right. In our case, it was, God doesn't sing it, but he speaks it. Mm-hmm. Right. So and the angels were singing. The angels were singing. So so and and music is is critical to worship. That's a whole different subject. But the 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 point here is that Satan is a liar, and he is not creative. Satan doesn't create. (laughs) What Satan does is he distorts and he twists. So God Mm. created language to be used to express truth. He created language to speak reality. And so what Satan does, one of his most effective tools is to take that which is a good and powerful thing and twist it and use it for evil purposes. C.S. Lewis says in um, The Great Divorce that the greatest virtues become the greatest vices when they go wrong. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And um, in the same way, language, one of of these great gifts that God has given us becomes a great tool of evil when it goes wrong. So connect the dots um, for me here. How How does this help us kind of process what's going on here with, you know, 2020? I mean, the craziest news cycle ever uh, with, with Trump, with, you know, maybe even connected dots maybe to the, like the previous election, how Obama got elected, you know, to how Trump got elected. Um, help me process this out with where, where you're going. Okay. Well, so on, on one level, we can look at the systematic institutionalization of critical theory and with it left-wing ideas. You know, we see this in the indoctrination that takes place in, in uh, schools, uh, through the media and everything else. That, that's one side of it. But since we were focused on language, let's take a look at that. Mm-hmm. We are the first language in human history that has attempted to eliminate a word for biological adult male and biological adult uh-huh. female. Uh-huh. Wow. No other language in human history has ever been so counter reality as to even think about trying to do something like that. Now, just consider what that means. What that means is a a very fundamental fact about human life, about our daily experience. We are trying to eliminate that concept from the culture. Yeah. Because we if hate God. Satanic, I don't know what yeah. is. The, yeah. the connection the connection is we hate God. We hate God's image so much that we want to do away with that terminology. Well, yeah, and we want we want to do away ultimately with truth because if we argue that there's an objective truth, we're answerable to it. Right. And ultimately, Oof. we are pursuing what Satan offered Adam and Eve, you will be as God. Mhm. I'm gonna put my goggles back yeah, on. That kind of, uh... <laughs> this this is hurting my eyes. Hey, Glenn, Glenn, <laughs> I'm work gonna catch out. The, the 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 sunshine flu here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn, I, you know, work out for me. 
it's one thing to have secularists and pagans in on critical theory and this idea that you're talking about. I mean, it's amazing. I can't even believe that we have, you know, one of the largest denomination of a pastor slipped up and was talking about maybe using gender pronouns, you know, in a way. Was this? Uh, J.D. Greer. Oh. Talk, you know, he came back and kind of took it back a little bit because he got some heat. Yeah. But he was like, gender pronouns, we need to be courteous with that and be able to use them. You know, yeah, I was like, yeah. what? how do we get to a place that Christians are embracing this when we actually do have the real enchantment, the real logos? How do we go from that to embracing this world? There's a fundamental flaw in evangelicalism. OK, and that's it. it, it Again, it's one of these things that may be a flip side of its strength. Evangelicals have been really, really good about taking advantage of things like podcasts, new media, those kinds of things, as a means for spreading the gospel. Home phones. (laughs) All kinds of, yeah. yeah, (laughs) Landlines. All kinds of things like that. But, uh, But with... The acceptance. Uh, all right, we 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 got to we got to take this back a few decades. Go ahead. Jerry Falwell comes along, starts the Moral Majority. Mm-hmm. Reagan gets elected. Suddenly, being evangelical and conservative and all of that is in. Yeah. Right. And it begins becoming much more acceptable, much more prominent within the culture. The evangelical church really likes this. And as a result, you know, you get, well, well they, they feel accepted. Steps. The evangelical church likes it because they feel accepted. Right. And there, there are a number of other steps in here, like a misapplication of some missiological concepts from a guy named Donald McGavern, but I'm not going to go there. Basically, what ends up happening is they begin developing megachurches. Right. Yeah. And the megachurch is built around the idea borrowed from a misapplication of McGavran. It's built around the idea that you want to make people as comfortable as possible. Mm. So you give them the kind of music they like. You put a coffee bar in. Mm. You turn your worship service into a concert followed by a TED Talk. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Message. Ouch. Ouch. Bars. You, you, you do all of those kinds of things to appeal to the lost. You gate you build your worship, you build your church around the interests and the desires of the lost. Think about that. <laughs> right. Now, when the culture changes and the things that the culture likes and is talking about change, you change with it. Right. Along with that, we can add the utter failure of really teaching serious discipleship, worldview, all of those kinds of things in churches. We just don't do it. We especially don't do it with the youth, which is why we're losing 85% of them. Yep. Wow. Okay. So so, basically you're just describing somehow the church has been duped or fooled into a man-centered religion. Yep. And that's that's what that is, and that's and that's yep. how you can get somebody like even I mean even somebody like uh, we were talking about Jonathan Lehman right on our, our show with right. Phil Johnson earlier Nine this marks. week, yep. and, and him saying let's not spend all our cultural capital yeah on on you know MacArthur going on, on, pushing on, to go back to on church. MacArthur yeah. saying we're going to go back to church right. and he's saying whoa guys we we need to be careful about how we spend our cultural capital I mean it's right. it's all in you know just think about that for a second who's giving this capital right the world. Who's yeah. defining when you have it? The world. 
That's crazy. Glenn, do something. I mean, I, I want to know as you, you're a historian, you look back and see things. So I know you guys hate projecting, but at the same time, you're, you reading history and you're looking at reality right now and you're like, this is pairing up. Where, where are we at right now? If you look at history and you had to say, man, we're exactly on this same trajectory. Where, where would you point us at right now? And what do you think is going to happen? The only thing that I can come – well, first of all, on one level, we are in completely uncharted territory. Wow. Yeah. You know, we, we – like mm-hmm. I said, we are the first culture that doesn't know what, what a man or a woman is. Yeah. We're the first culture that will say you cannot tell, only the person can. We're Gnostics. Yeah. yeah. We are the first culture that does not have an institution like historic marriage. Mm. Every culture throughout human history has given marriage between a man and a woman a privileged place because it's essential for raising the next generation. It provides a stable Uh institutional environment for the next generation. We're the first society that has completely lost sight of that as the fundamental purpose of marriage. We are are really in uncharted territory. The closest thing that I can come up with right now is is the late 18th century in Europe. And, uh, you know, we, we talked about this on actually the podcast that came out this week. Yeah. The, the, you, we've got the French Revolution on the one hand, and you've got England that doesn't go in that direction, but has a different kind of revolution, a spiritual revolution, mm-hmm. um, that ends up transforming British society every bit as profoundly as the French Revolution transformed France, but did it without bloodshed and in a much more healthy way. Mm. We are at a point where we are going to have to choose which revolution we want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. All right. I'm um, I'm depressed now. uh, (laughs) (laughs) There is still yet a remnant out there that sees this. Yep. That are going to come to the conference to come hear you speak in yeah. Tennessee the first through third of October, mm-hmm. who are signing up right now because they're watching all this. If yeah. those people who are wanting to fight and trying to figure out how to engage, what would you say? All right. The first thing that we have to remember is that the battle is fundamentally spiritual. Yeah. And what that means is we need to use our primary spiritual tools, our spiritual weapons in the battle. And I would say that that really begins with prayer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the fact is, you know, if you go to places where Christianity is exploding, these people spend time in prayer that is staggering compared to what Americans do. Mm. It's no wonder that the Holy Spirit is working there. When you take a look at their commitment to prayer, their utter dependence and reliance on prayer, that's where it's got to begin. If we're not doing that, we might as well not engage at all. Mm. Well, I think you just, you just, you just rebuked me, brother. This, this show's over. Yep. It was all fun and games until somebody starts preaching. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. Hey, Glenn, how can we follow you and be up on what you're writing? And where you, I mean, it's outside of Theology Podcast, get the app at the Fight, Laugh, Feast app and get Theology Podcast. Outside of that, how can we follow you directly? Uh, I have a website. I actually have a 501c3 ministry called Every Square Inch Ministries. Mm. That's E Square Inch, E S Q U A R E I N C H dot org. Mm. Um, you can also keep an eye on Breakpoint, uh, the Breakpoint website. I have a bi-monthly bi- column there. 
Okay. That's great. Glenn, Wonderful. I'm looking forward to seeing you in October, the 1st yeah. through 3rd at the conference, man. Thank you so much. You're always a blessing. Yeah. Looking Thanks, forward sir. to your next podcast, brother. Thanks. Bye-bye. More cross... Is that sobering, man? More yeah. cross... Poly- Should we just end the show? More cross politics. <laughs> That's what I said. I think we're done. I don't, don't want to <laughs> do the third segment. Coming up. I don't really want to. We're just going to be in prayer for the next third segment. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah. More cross politics coming up next, I think. <laughs> wow. Classical Conversations supports homeschooling parents by cultivating the love of learning through a Christian worldview in fellowship with other families. We provide a classical, Christ-centered curriculum, local, like-minded communities across the United States and in several countries, and we train parents who are striving to be great classical educators in the home. For more information and to get connected, please visit our website at classicalconversations.com. Classical. Christian. Get connected. Get community. So if I got water in that cup, coffee in that cup, yeah. what's in this cup? Jesus uh, juice. It's a uh, fishbowl cleaner. Oh. <laughs> Careful. Hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine. Well, in that case. <laughs> hey, welcome back to Cross Politic. We've been praying between the segments, and we're ready. We're prayed up. We're ready for a third segment. Ready for some more. And um, also want to remind you that I'm actually want to invite you to sign up for a course, an online course, live online that I'm teaching um, this fall, starting in September, right after Labor Day. Theology of work, vocation, creativity, productivity, and soul craft. Uh, Twelve classes, seven weeks, Mondays and Wednesdays, 5 to 6 p.m. Pacific Pacific time. time. Um, would love to have you join us. Uh, I'm, I'm doing an s- intentionally small class, but we're trying to kick off Fight, Laugh, Feast, you. That's right. Fight, University. Laugh, Feast, and it, University. And it'll be on Zoom, so it'll be a great time yeah. to uh, conversate, communicate, conversate. Ask, que- ask questions. Speaking you know, of you know, not knowing language. Yep, conversate. We're going to conversate. That's my old hip-hop skills just coming up. <laughs> no, you know uh, don't saying? blame that on hip-hop. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's not hip-hop. No, we, uh, we reject you. What? The delegation of hip-hop rejects that comment. Go, go to Fight, Laugh, Feast. <laughs> Go to, to fightlifefeast.com to sign up on that. Um, uh, classes, uh, seating is limited. I don't know how we say it. Sign up, sign up is limited. Yeah. We're only uh, allowing for 20 uh, households, 20 spots on there. Yeah. And people already signed up, so yeah. Yeah. get in on it. Okay. So speaking of hip-hop. Oh, I like this Good already. Good work. Um, we want to hear from this, uh, this, this preacher at the John Lewis funeral. Mm. We celebrate John Lewis. He was wounded for America's transgressions. Bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. Whoa. And by his stripes, we are healed. Oh. So let's remember him today. And let's recommit tomorrow to standing together and fighting together and voting together and standing up on behalf of truth and righteousness. Did you, did you ask John Lewis into your heart? You're a lion, dog face, pony soldier is what you are. <laughs> you got one of those? I, I'm saying that he ain't getting this. No, this is mine. That is blasphemy. Wow. Serious. And the Isaiah only thing 53. Sh- the only thing that everybody in that congregation, especially there, if John Lewis was a righteous man, the only thing that everybody should have done in that congregation was pick up stones and stone him on the spot. Mm-hmm. Throw their How hy- dare throw him? Throw your hymnals at that guy. Yeah. Wow. How dare him? Right. So that right. was John Lewis. Vino. And then he turned it into voting. Right. We all need to vote together. You know, it's, it's hard. I don't know if you guys, I mean, I think Blasphemy. Um, Joe Carter of the Gospel Coalition wrote, like, here are the nine things to remember and honor about John, John Lewis. John Lewis, okay. Yes. And, and, and a bunch of people. Was one Isaiah 53? 
<laughs> so you didn't go that far. Oh, but, but but you know, and then of course a bunch of people are, are up in arms because they they're like right. you know he supported the slaughter of the unborn right for decades right. I've seen other stories about you know how I mean it seemed like he took a lot of money for a long time, and his district is one of the poorest, most impoverished, most crime ridden districts. Um, wow. And, and, and it's Georgia, is it where he's from? Uh, yeah, Georgia. Um, anyways, you know, so you got these people, you know, on the one hand, he was pierced for our transgressions, was just blasphemy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But you have, you know, somebody like Joe Carter, he's not going to say that, but he's going to say, hey, civil rights hero. Right. He, he, he saw that. He that marched, had, he, right, with Luther? Yeah, absolutely. Martin, Luther, Martin King. Luther King. Yep. Yeah, he marched he, with him. He was part of that whole system. And, and you know what? And, and I've seen a lot of people, too, just like because he wasn't pro-life, like just nailed this yeah, dude right. uh, at the same time. And, and we, I've been looking at this like... Wait, hold on. We just were having the conversation about tearing down monuments. Right. And being able to right. hold people together and not have one side or the other. Right. And be able to hold people together in reality and say, this dude was wrong. He yeah. should have never been. How can you be for black lives, being able to be equal with other human beings, and then miss it so bad when it comes to infants in the womb? Right. Yeah. Right? Like, that's horrible. Right. And yet there were things that he was absolutely right about. Right. You know, and I appreciate those things right. that he was right about. But we, we, but we we've turned everything into a binary thing. That's right. It's, it's only on off switch. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. So are you guys arguing to do a conference for him, like Martin Luther King Jr. together for the gospel? No, no. 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 Why would you go no. there? No. Who said that? Yeah. Uh, I, ain't nobody gonna come and ask John Lewis in their heart. <laughs> well, you know what I'm no, no. The point the together point, for the gospel the, didn't need to do that. With no, Martin but the Luther. point is, is that when we evaluate people, human beings, we need to do so biblically, right. which means that you have a spectrum. And somewhere right. along the spectrum, I'm going to say well, there is a break. There is an antithesis where we say, you know, heaven and hell, good guy, bad guy. Yeah. But even among bad guys, yeah. they right. can, they're still made in the image in of God. Day. Right. They can still do good things. Right. And it doesn't mean that everything about them was absolutely um, evil. Mm-hmm. And you can have good guys who do a lot of good things, who are going to be in heaven one day forever, right? and they did really bad things. Yeah, like King and, David. And you can point yeah. that out. Yeah. So you can yeah. have, you know, this, and so the statues thing is, I mean, you can have people like Robert E. Lee, yeah. Dabney, right. uh, Stonewall Jackson, right. and you yeah. can see things in their lives and say, well, that was wrong. That was pretty horrific. I, I think that was, you know, they know better now. Right. <laughs> right. And at the same time, they're a brother in Christ, and they had many things very right. Right. So and, would you, and, if, and you, now, if see, you had the opportunity, would you take down Margaret Sanger's statue? Yeah, we talked about that. Like, why are you always bringing that up? Um, but the, but the, but what I see is like we, we are arguing for the same way with statues and right. with monuments, right? And and so and we're saying, well, hold on, they weren't perfect. Right. Well, neither was he. Don't so let's not be the ones right. who don't know how. I see this as we are all written with partiality, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and we we and, do not have a biblical standard, and we do not how to know how to judge right. justly. And remember, I mean, it's it's the unbeliever's favorite verse in the Bible. It's the only verse they know is "Judge not, lest you be judged." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Turns out there's other verses in the Bible, yeah. Right. But um, but it's there, yeah. And and what it goes on to say is, remember that the measure that you measure others will be measured back, back to, to you. you. Right. So that's that's really there, and yep. and we need to learn to judge that way. And none right. of us. And, and what scares me is that none of us will act like David. Right. We probably would have killed Saul. Right. So, so yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is, is Saul a good guy or a bad guy? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it depends on the moment you caught him. Yeah. yeah. And you did a lot of bad, bad things, and he got dethroned. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, David even killed the guy who killed Saul. Right. By his own testimony, I right. killed Saul. He's like, right. how yeah. dare you? Yeah. So, but, and, he st- but he still was worthy of honor because of the office. Yeah. He was worthy of honor and dignity because he's a human being made in the image of God. Yeah. Um, and that's something that we've completely lost. And so comes along, um, you know, you guys saw the White Coats yeah, it's, uh, uh, press conference. American Frontline Doctors. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. Uh, and what's her name? 
Stella Emmanuel, also known as Warrior. Stella, Stella got Emmanuel. a groove back. <laughs> and, uh, and she comes out talking about hydroxychloroquine. I've personally treated over 350 patients with COVID. Patients that have diabetes, patients that have high blood pressure, patients that have um, asthma, old people. I think my oldest patient is 92, 87 year olds. And the result has been the same. I put them on hydroxychloroquine, I put them on zinc, I put them on Zitromax, and they are all well. <laughs> For the past few months, I've taken care of over 350 patients. We've not lost one. Not a diabetic, mm. not a somebody with high blood pressure, not somebody with asthma, not an old person. We've not lost one patient. Wow. And on top of that, I've put myself, my staff, and many doctors that I know on hydroxychloroquine for prevention, because by the very mechanism of action, it works early and as a prophylaxis. We see patients, 10 to 15 COVID patients every day. We give them breathing treatments. We only wear surgical masks. None of us has gotten sick. It works. I'm upset. Why I'm upset is that I see people that cannot breathe. I see parents walk in. I see diabetics sit in my office knowing that this is a death sentence and they can't breathe. And I hug them and I tell them, it's going to be okay. You're going to leave. And we treat them and they leave. None has died. So if some fake science, some person sponsored by all these fake pharma companies comes out and say, oh, Ooh. we've done studies and they found out that it doesn't work. I can tell you categorically it's fake science. I want to know who is sponsoring that study. I want to know who is behind it. Because there is no way I can treat 350 patients and counting and nobody is dead. And they all did better. And then you're going to tell me that you treated 20 people, 40 people and, and it didn't work. I'm a true testimony. So I came here to Washington, D.C. to tell America, oh. nobody needs to get sick. This virus has a cure. It is called hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and zitromax. So, so you know, um, uh, Trump, Trump started pushing. Yeah, I, I, think, it, I think it's meant more of like some sort of remedy or some sort of help. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, so hydroxychloroquine was over the counter back in January. Right. Uh, and then Trump started pushing it. Uh, some people like Trump started pushing it as, hey, we need to look into this. It right. looks, it's looking uh, reasonable, right. looking good. And then a study came out at the end of March, April uh, that got published by the New England Journal, which was we've actually cited that journal in, I think, May okay. in all this. And, and then New England Journal. Uh, apologized for publishing that study. Why? Because what had happened was... What did that study the say? The study said that hydroxychloroquine is not good. Don't use it. It's bad okay. for treating this pro this this whole huh. this Jeez. whole thing. Uh-huh. Yep. And, and then people started asking, when it got published in the New England Journal, people started asking, we want to see the data of the study. Right. And and they started pushing for it, and then New England Journal went and asked for the data for the study, and then they this, they couldn't find it. They, so they couldn't, they couldn't get access to the data. Oops. It got Hillary? So the New England Journal actually published <laughs> it's, a... It's with her hard drive. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and the New England Journal uh, uh, actually published a retraction. Okay. Saying, hey, we're sorry because the study actually put the brakes on all this hydroxychloroquine right. stuff back in, in, in April. Actually, all the way okay. back to April. Okay. And so it was It was just... Um, well, well, this thing goes... This this speech goes viral. Goes viral. And then it starts getting shut down. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, whole, it's like this is Google, a 40, Google took it off of YouTube. They took it off of Facebook and they took it off Periscope, Twitter wow. and their website. They took it off their website. Squarespace actually dropped their website from being able to host their website. America's wow. frontline doctors got taken off. And, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. all over. And it's yeah. been, you know, all over the news. You know, this is fake news, yeah. right. fake science, yeah. not true um, because and that's what they're saying. And they're saying she's advertising a false 
Sure. A false narrative. And then they've actually come after her as a, her well, character. And they're, and they're, yeah, and they're, and they're saying basically like, do you know who this lady is? Right. Do you right. know who this lady is? And, and, well, well we, it's, we, it's kind of special. Yeah. Let's, let's introduce you to more of her. If you've ever had sex in your dream, you have a spirit spouse. If you've ever slept with somebody in your dream, you have an incubus or succubus. Serious gynecological problems. Most of them are caused by the spirit husband, spirit wife. Mm. Spiritual pregnancies. Mm-hmm. We have seen a lot of them. Mm. They call them fibroids. They call them endometriosis. They even sometimes actually like a pregnancy. It's called a molar pregnancy. You, you are pregnant with this thing that looks like grapes. It, it comes out in the pathology that it looks like a big bunch of fluffy looking grapes. These things are evil deposit of the spirit husband. Uh, evil deposit I, of the spirit husband. I, is so, she preaching? Yeah, she uh she got a um she a woman pastor ministry or something like that in Texas, and so she's preaching. I, I grew so, up Presbyterian, and uh, I'm a little bit uh I'm yeah, a little confused. Well, well, yeah, I mean I've heard this before. Um, <laughs> my this, this wasn't the first time. It's not the first time I heard something like this before. My kids make days. Spirit People, husbands. Yeah. Spirit wives. So, well, you so, know. So let me. She's, okay. she's, if you have sex with someone in your dream, it, it, she's saying you're married to that person. Uh, yeah. Well, that, and not just that, that dream person. Well, not just that. Yeah, but you also <laughs> actually have something that materializes physically because like, like of the demon. supernatural, like demons okay. inside you. There's another clip where she talks about um, you. You need to let go of the demon sperm, <clears throat> and and. Uh, and people are, yeah. So it, it, she's got some stuff that was, you know, it's a little. Uh, and this started going viral. Did, did <laughs> YouTube like, take this down? Did Facebook take this down? Because it's not. I think true? she has more YouTube followers and subscribers than we do. So no, <laughs> they ain't letting this go crazy right but, now. Okay, so but the, here's the thing: but they can take it down if it's false information. Should they take it down? <laughs> well, this, this, yeah. Good point. But, but it helps them. Yeah, exactly. Re- remember, language is just being used to manipulate people. Yeah. Um, the, the the thing that's the same thing going on here that we have we talk about with John Lewis, right? So how do you evaluate somebody who's saying you know? So John Lewis, right? Champion for civil rights, right? And you know the the rights of black people to be treated yeah, equally, like a Martin, clock, Martin Luther King right. Jr. And yep. meanwhile, for most of his life championed the murder and slaughter of unborn babies. A lot of those, the same black people who he said he right. was defending. Right. And, and, <laughs> and championed all kinds of other political and economic policies. That hurt that the same black people he said. Crushed the black people <laughs> and crushed his own community. Meanwhile, apparently living it up. Right. Um, how do you evaluate that? Yeah. Wait, man, it's, it's messy. Yeah. Well, you come to someone like this and she's championing Hydroxychloroquine, right? Zinc, Zithromax is this yeah. as this cure, as or at least a prophylactic, as, as something that's a, a helpful treatment in this. You right. don't need to die. Three hundred fifty people, and along come the media to discredit her, right? By saying, you know, but look, she believes in spirit husbands, right? It, and and I'm kind of like, yeah, that's a good point. It, but and here's what's crazy though, like, okay, so. It's, if you go and you try and just follow her out for a second. Okay. Here, so here's two things. The first yeah. thing that bothers me is that the way that they're attacking her is a fallacy. Yeah, what's right? it called? It's an hominem. Yeah, right? hominem. It's, it's because she's crazy over here, therefore, we don't have to pay attention to any of her facts over there. Mm-hmm. Now, I can understand medically, like, this can make you feel a little concerned. Yeah. Right. But has anybody stopped to say for a second, can we evaluate what she's saying about hydroxychloroquine just on the level of sure. hydroxychloroquine? Yeah, number itself? one, just Can just we just evaluate, evaluate her statement? Yeah. 
her statement. Right. Can we test and can we see? Can we see the people who well, can we see? Well, signs have been so politicized on but that no, 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 no. mentioned some of it. Yeah. I want to see yeah. her people, the sure. 350 she said she's she got a bunch of doctors standing with her. She's got and she wasn't the only one there. A lot of doctors agree with her on hydroxychloroquine. So before but she but the reason they got after her is because she has some levers that they feel like they can pull. Right. right. Yep. And and it'll play. And, and, and it'll, it'll play. play. But okay, so yep. just for a second. But hold on. Okay. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Right. Before we get there. Yeah. I mean, think about this for a second. If you believe weird things, then that discredits your science or your medical doctor. I mean, that discredits right. every Everything. every yeah. Mormon doctor. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Mormons believe they're gonna inherit planets. Right. right. They right. believe in aliens and holy underwear. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So if 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 that's gonna discredit I mean, does that discredit Mitt Romney? Well, what about us in the Nephilim? Well, that's the thing. Is actually think about this for and this I actually mean, this actually goes right to what Glenn Sunshine was talking about. Yes. Register now for the conference in October. First through third. Um the thing is is he's talking about magic words yep. and the fact that the the world is actually enchanted. Yep. And we hear stuff like this, and granted, I, I think there's some really wrong it's, stuff there. Uh, okay, don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. There's some really wrong stuff there. But we live in a world that's messed up. Yeah. And 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 we have to judge justly we need to judge biblically right and you just mentioned the nephilim right and a bunch of christians don't know about the nephilim that's right and it's in the bible right and and basically um there's a few different theories related to the nephilim but one of the major theories is that angels had sex with people yeah, yeah that's and, right. and it, you know there's it's something that why we cr- had giants in the land why we had giants in the land and, and christians believe that well um, the connection was pretty clear and, in, in genesis and, <laughs> and, 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 and peter uh, Second Peter, Jude, yep. refers yep. to angels lusting after strange flesh. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to necessarily be con- convinced of that, but it's been one of the theories that's but been accepted. Can, is, can you see how she gets there? Do you leave? Yeah, exactly. Can, can you see how she can? And a bigger question is, is do we live in the kind of world in which something like that could happen? Well, we have, yeah, we have snakes that talk. Exactly. And donkeys. Yeah. Axe heads yeah. that float. Yes. Ask yeah. an atheist. They know all these. And, 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 <laughs> right? And, and, and massive seas that part yeah. for people to walk through on dry ground. Right. And most importantly, a man uh, who came well, back from uh, the dead. Beat me to it. Preach, preacher. Right? <laughs> so we live in an enchanted world. We Absolutely. live in a magical world. Now, is yeah. she right? No, I don't no. think she's right. Absolutely not. But do we live in a world with angels and demons? Yeah. Yes, yes, we, we do. do. Yes, yeah. we do. Do we live in a world in which a man came back from the dead and he's alive forever? Yep. Yes, we do. And meanwhile, it's not like the world around us is pure. Or they, yeah, they have objective standards. It's, it's, not, it's not like they left behind some superstitious world and they came out into the, into the clear light of the enlightenment in which all they believe is strict science. Like, individuals with a cervix are now recommend... What? Who, who, individuals with a yeah, who, Individuals. Who, who has a cervix? cervix to are start recommend- cervical cancer screening at 25 and continue through- A question. Uh, anybody have a um, yes, sir? So, what are individuals without a cervix called? <laughs> We're not allowed to say. Glenn Sunshine would know. Just wondering <laughs> what in the world is going on here. We can't say that word. So she's talking about what's in the in a woman's womb, right? Right. She's talking about the woman's yep. womb and what's mm-hmm. there and the spirit demons and, 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 and having and sex. She, and she dreams. calls it spirit husbands and spirit wives. Right. But and CNN, CNN calls, calls it, it individuals. Indivi- we they, we can't say whether it's a woman, woman or a man. But that's not the only thing. No, Guys, no. I, we were at a rally not too long ago, and I remember arguing with somebody, a pro-choice person that was arguing with me, that babies in the womb are not human. Right. And so while she's talking about the womb in one sense. Right. This she, is, she, spirit demons make you know these, these polyps or these yeah, growth. These crazy. Cysts. Yep. But and, how and, come yep. this right here isn't crazy? Take it Do away politically. A baby dies in an abortion. Do you realize that? Are you ignoring that fact? That's a, that's a reality. I am this is a human life that is being extinguished. Fact. 
It is not, it's a, not legal. a legal. Do, do you disagree that at the moment of conception, that child is human and alive? It's That's its viability. It's, 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 it's a viable is it, human is being. It is not recognized no. under our law as a person no. under answer the law. Answer the question. No. You, you is know it what the biologically is. a human life? No. You know what the answer is. I do. It's in every biological test work in the in the world. At conception, that is a human life. The only no, thing it is not. That you is guys not talk the about being the party of science. Let's, let's be clear here, Rick. With all of your distortions and you horrible tales, first. I answered it numerous times. When a, when a woman gets pregnant, that is not a human being inside of her. It's part of her body. And this is about a woman having full agency and control of her yeah, body and making decisions about her body and what is part of her body with medical professionals. Those so are the... That's, that's every bit as superstitious. Yep. That's, that's more insane. superstitious. That's, that's what I'm going to say. That's way more. And Stella Emanuel's the only crazy person? Right. CNN is crazy. CNN is crazy. I mean, that, who's the gal he's talking to? I don't even know who the gal is talking I to. But, 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 uh, but Como even. Como's up there, like, nodding no, his head and everything. It's not a human being. Former presidential candidate out of Pennsylvania. Oh, uh, is it? Uh, uh, Rick Santorum. God. No, I'm talking about the, the, lady. the lady. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, she's uh, a CNN uh, correspondent. But yeah. she's. But what she's saying is that's a clump. It's a clump of cells. Yeah. We don't know where it came from. Mm-hmm. Magic. Yeah. We don't even know it's what not, it is. Yeah. So it's an alligator then? It's maybe. Yeah. It could be. A could panda? Be a, could be a puppy dog. Yeah. Who we knows? don't know what it is. It could be it could be the, the, the deposit of a spirit husband. Go back to what Glenn's <laughs> Why not? Why, there's no, why not? There's no logical reason. Yeah. Go back to what Glenn Sunshine said in the last segment. Right. And listen to that four or five times again. Yeah. We are the only generation, only culture that has come to the point yeah. where we have ex nade men and women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't even know what a man is. We don't know we don't, what a woman is. We don't yeah. know what a baby is. We don't yeah. know what a human being so is. So when you ask him to chart out what the future looks like, he's like, we're uncharted territories. Right. Yeah. I mean, pretty soon CNN's not going to be able to say individual. So what I thought about I mean, that. Or person, person, right? You know, yeah. Washington yeah. football team. Yeah. But, but, and, and, but I thought about the point. It's like, well, if Sodom and Gomorrah got destroyed yeah. for this. <laughs> no, we're way past that. We, well, we are it, so far down I mean, the this, road. This is why Jesus said in, in his time, he said Sodom and Gomorrah are going to rise up. In the judgment and judge, and judge this generation, yes, talking right. about the generation that Jesus was living in. Right. And I think we can apply the exact yeah. same thing to our day. Well, it, that was amazing about Glenn's, Glenn's point in the, in the interview was I've made the connection between, uh, you know, uh, marriage going away, the definition of marriage changing in Obergefell to polygamy. It's like, why not? Yeah. We're going to go from, you know, man could man marry a man to why not could a man marry five women, you know? Yeah. But I never made the connection between pronouns. Right. You know, getting rid of marriage, getting rid of yeah. a biblical definition of Was marriage. already to, obliterating men and women. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, so, interchangeable things can get married now. Yeah. Yep. That, and, that, that's what we define yeah. marriage and, as, interchangeable. And, and so why can't we interchange our own body parts? Well, right. and, and that's exactly what's happening. So that goes back to Stella Emanuel, right? So if Dr. Emanuel is crazy for saying what she's saying about the womb, yeah. were you going to jump in? I'm just going to say, but she knows what a man and a woman and a baby that's, are. That's what, yeah. that's what I was just that's about to right. say. You, you, she, hold, right. hold up. Modern science yes. yep. and Stella Emanuel. Yep. Does she have some whacked ideas? She yes. does. Yep. But you know what? She's still closer. But she's closer to <laughs> yeah. the truth than CNN and, and, and modern medical science. And not she, by she, a little, she doesn't deny the spirit world either. And, 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 <laughs> not, and not by a little bit either. No. No, not yeah. by a little bit. You These know, people she are. She knows what a baby is. She knows what a man is. She yep. knows what a woman is. Yep. Yeah. That, and don't forget Romans 1, what drives you insane? Refusal to worship the living God. Right. right. And so while she has some theology that I would say is bad right. and needs to be. Tweaked and manipulated to the or pushed to the right place. Yeah. 
she still knows what a man is, knows what a woman is, right. knows, what a, knows is. what a marriage is, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so if but if the world is looking at Stella Emanuel and say, oh, she's off, then what does that make you when you don't know what you are? Are you a woman? Um, yes, for all intents and purposes, I am a woman. People look at me differently. Uh, they see you as this macho male, but my heart and my soul and everything that I do in life... Um, it is part of me. Now, now, How does he know that? Um, How does he know that? Yeah. It's amazing to me that there she is, sat there and asked that question without laughing. There is absolutely no biological, scientific way to prove what he just said. Yep. Heart, and mind, and soul, and feelings. Glenn, Glenn Sunshine yeah. pointed this out, I think, in, in our interview with him. It's purely Gnostic. Yeah. Yep. It's yep. magic. That's right. Yep. Okay, he is appealing to secret mystical knowledge yep. that no one else in the universe has access to. Yep. Right. And everybody's believing him. And so, he, he won Woman well, of the Year with, the for, with Glamour magazine. Yeah. And anybody well, and the SB Awards gave him an award. Yeah. And anybody who says anything against him yes, is an idiot. Is an idiot and, and an a, enemy. And a hater. And everybody who praises him. They're smart. And, they and, get it. And they're, they're heroic and courageous. And yet Stella Emanuel, right. she's the big dummy. Right. No. We live Come in a world now. that is way more west messed up than Stella Emanuel. Yeah. yeah. Have you been giving him fluids? If he's dehydrated, we'll need to place an IV. Have him change into this. I don't want the blue one. Um, well. I hear someone's not feeling well. Let's take a look at the little man. Can I please talk to you two outside? I know that you guys are busy, but as you would see, if you looked at her and not her chart, Bailey is not a boy. And by treating her like one, you are completely ignoring who she is. You're making her feel insignificant and humiliated. And that's not going to help her feel good or safe or calm. So, from here on out, please recognize her for who she is. And if at all possible, could you find me a non-blue hospital gown? What's that? So, this is from the Babysitter's Club on Netflix. Oh, Netflix. One of the writers got an opportunity to host Netflix. They're sitting in. You know, they do that sometimes. Okay, yeah, right. And this clip was one of the clips, I believe, that is the, one of the writers is transgendered. Okay. And so I don't know if it's a he or a woman. Yeah. An individual. In the, <laughs> yes. I can't do yes. that. <laughs> Cervix or no? <laughs> spirit husband. Let's go with spirit husband. There we Why go. not? Yeah. Um, and posted this and said, we need to tell more of these kind of stories. Okay. And so this is one of the clips that he pushed uh. as he's hosting the Netflix account. And when this came out, everybody was, you know. But here's the deal. This is looked at as normacy now. Right. This is No one thought that that, that person, Netflix even, who's probably the largest right. streaming platform out there, mm-hmm. thought that this would be okay because the person who, mm-hmm. they don't think that that person's right. insane. Right. That well, person, this is the insane. This is the look, look how they manipulate you, though. And Th- so, this little kid is in yeah. the hospital. Right. You know, deathbed cancer, whatever, whatever's going right. on. And they got the music playing. And they got the music playing in the background. And then they got this little 12-year-old girl to yeah. take mom and dad out of the room to the, rebuke the, them. The doctor. The yeah. doctors. Exactly. And, and well, the I'm, just, I'm just yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the adults in the room. The, the adults in the room. The ones yeah. who should be the ones saying, yeah. no, this wait, is wait, the, wrong. And, are, are and the doctor adults? who, there are no adults. Okay, I was going to say. And the, the doctor who's supposed to be the science guy in the room. Right. Oh, and, I know. And she rebukes him. 
And right. he's like, oh, thank you. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay, thank so you. My problem is for a lot of this, all this to say, I think that Christians are still thinking like the world. Yeah. Because I saw a lot of people, yeah. even Christians, who saw Stella Emanuel right. and thought like, man, I want to keep my capital to steal a word from uh, Jonathan, Lehman. Jonathan Lehman with Ooh. the world. And so I don't want to look crazy. To I don't them. want to support crazy, uh, charismatic lady. Right. But I am willing to at least, oh, how dare they do the, you know, and, right. and, and, with the whole transgender thing. Right. But then. Why don't we push hard and say, no, 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 Stella Emanuel, we, we got some work to do, okay? Yeah. But she's far more sane than y'all. Right. Yeah, exactly. She's far more. Uh, yeah, she in, would stand in, in that scene. World. She would stand in that scene and she would say, excuse me, honey. That's right. You are doing great harm to this little boy. That's yep. right. He, God created him as a little boy. Yep. And you're making something up. I mean, yep. talk about spirit. I mean, and, and that's the thing is, there is. They want to pretend that there's nothing spiritual in this world, there, yeah. but there actually is. That's right. And this is why I would say, even in Stella's funny business, yeah. there is more truth there than I think most Christians want to give her credit for. Yeah. Like there it. is something yep. deeply demonic going on yep. in the slaughter of 60 million babies. That's right. That's right. You do right. not kill your own babies and it, do it in the name of science. There are demons involved. Right. I, I don't know how. And I'm I'm not gonna trace it. I'm, Leave I'm it gonna, to the charismatic world. I'm just telling tell you, how. I know what I know. Satan, right? I know enough about Satan that he hates life. He right. hates the image of God, yep. and there are forces of evil at work in the murder of babies, and there are forces of evil at work in the destruction of healthy bodies, yeah. right? Male bodies, female bodies that are made Cutting in the image of God. And, yeah, and, yep. and and chemicals, and yep. even just the psychological abuse that's going on. Yep. There is something horrifically demonic about that right. and that's going on on netflix yep. with nice music playing behind yeah. it yeah. Yep. and we're afraid to be associated with stella yeah that's mm. right that's no right. no that's no, right. no th- th- she's far closer to the truth right than anything that we i mean and, and the cdc and the modern medical i mean these the people WHO. they don't know what yep. people are they don't know that's what a right. man is they don't know a woman is they don't know what a baby is yeah yep. and they're gonna tell us what crazy is and no, then, no no yeah and then be like and now you better mask up right now over the last few months something that's been really interesting to view is how fast um and i and i appreciate the the young lady who went and Put the black paint over Black Lives Matter. I know what she's going after. I appreciate yeah, her. Yeah, no, we talked about that with Joel yeah, Webin. With Joel Webin. I also appreciate Stella Emanuel. Doctor, she. Yeah. If you watch her, go down her Twitter. She has not been the knee once. Yeah. Mm. I mean, she has brought it on. I think Facebook shut down her account, and she said, "You know what? Your Facebook is going to start crashing until you put back my account." It's in Jesus' name. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you, you, you know, I yeah. know. Yeah. Like, she's not backing down. She's not backing yeah. down. She's yeah. saying, "Bring it the whole time." And I think what some of us are seeing in, in those moments and why we're so gung-ho about praising her is like look at the boldness and i think that we're proud for the boldness because we don't have any more backbone than most believers right. well, in this and country we said this so much in this whole COVID thing is like where are the guys right you know where that's are the guys the on this south dakota all that's this right. stuff I I getting to. but i do think part of the reason why this is going on because this is actually battle over protecting our women well and these why that's a good this point. is why it's a, it's a woman fight you, it's you a mentioned fight this, over women you, you brought this up earlier when we were talking about them. what was the marvel movie you're it watching with your family in game Okay. And at the end of Endgame, everybody's there, and Tony and uh, Pepper okay. are both suited up in battle to go and fight yeah. the last battle. Right. And my kids saw that and was like, "Ah, feminism!" Yeah, you know. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> right. "Is that the same one where in this in the, there's a scene where all the women come together and kind yeah, of fight?" That was could, absolutely wrong. I was, hated that. That was just like Here's over the, the top. That scene actually was reshot after they had finished the movie to throw it in because they didn't feel like they had enough. Oh, they, had, they didn't so bow enough. They didn't bow enough to the, enough feminist to the feminism, and so they actually uh-huh. went back and got everything together and yeah. reshot 
about that last scene. So I don't. But but what did you tell your family? I I told my family. I was like, not necessarily. I was like, there are times in battle where the erosion of the line is so far back that Mama has to be in the room with you guys in the shotgun while Daddy's in the front fighting. Mm -hmm. And right now, our battle is to the place where it's it's gotten all the way in. It's gotten all the way in. We've been eroded so far inside the of the home that now, which is to our shame, we're in the tent and Jail's got Cicero. Yeah. And what are you going to tell Jail? You're going to say, Jail, get him some milk. And go get your tent peg. Yeah, yep. that's right. That's right. Right. Yep. And so, but I think, but the point still stands. Men, men, you need to stand up. Amen. Right. This is God's called us to this fight. He's called us to lay our lives down first, to sacrifice first. Right. Your wife is under immense pressure. I mean, the world is calling her a hater because she's not doing the mask thing, that's or right. she does, she wants to. She doesn't want to look bad. She doesn't look like she hates her neighbors. That she's a bad neighbor. Right. Um, you know, whether the church is doing it or not doing it, there's all kinds of pressure going on. And your job is to stand between her and that threat. That's right. Stand between her and that pressure, and that means a lot of encouragement with her. That's Back right. to Glenn Sunshine's point, you need to be praying with Ugh. and for mm. your wife regularly mm. and for your children and all of this. That's, that's where right. the battle is. That's it really is. Yep. Yeah. And and you know we could we could take a definitely take a note out of our charismatic brothers and sisters playbook on this. They know yeah. how to pray frequently far uh, better than a lot of reform right, people man. do. We we want to do a, another you know systematic Bible study, and they say let's get on our knees. That's right. And and that's not me disparaging systematics at all. It's not me disparaging. We need both truth. But if we're not on our knees, if we're not praying, if we're not using prayer as the the tip of the spear. Yep. And then running into the battle. And men, if you're not taking the lead in that, then there's no reason we should think that we're going to make any progress uh, in, in this fight. Act like Christ. Go yeah. die for your wife. Yeah. You know? And I mean, he spent so many nights in prayer. Yeah, that's I mean, right. Christ did. You yeah, think, well, right. Christ, you know, you got the connection, you know, yeah. hypostatic union. And he's praying <laughs> constantly. <laughs> that's right. Uh, all right. Keep praying. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them until next week. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh and feast. This is Cross Politic. What are those fools doing? Now, when Sanballat heard that we were rebuilding the walls of Christendom, he was greatly enraged and he jeered. What are those fools doing? Can they restore all these ruins themselves? Will they sacrifice? Do they think they can finish in a day? Will they revive the charred and shattered stones out of the heaps of rubbish? And the priests of modern decay laughed, saying, If so much as a fox goes up on their wall, he will break down their city. So we built our walls, for the people had a mind to work. And in the ruins of the West, we laid our foundations. From that day on, half of us worked on construction, and half held the spears, shields, bows, and coats of mail. And those who carried burdens were trained to labor on the work with one hand and hold a weapon to defend it with the other. And all had a sword strapped to their sides and a tool in their hands. In the ruins we live, even while we rebuild them. In the ruins we marry and make love and raise children who raise the walls. In the ruins we craft wine and raise sanctuaries and barns. In the ruins we build and we film and we write and we read and we sing and we laugh and play rugby with pumpkins. In the ruins we raise our hands with swords and shovels and bless the Lord, for the earth is his and all who dwell therein. And each day, by his grace, we are less ruined. Each day our walls and our loves and our songs grow taller. For the city is a living city, and we are living stones.